you need me on time. All right. So here we are, episode two, Filipino time. It is time for Filipinos. That's our catchphrase so far. <laughs> yes. Episode yeah, like one. That. With me is, I'm Steve. James is here. I'm, Hello, James. Hi. 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 And we have our very hi. first guest. He's the voice you hear saying grace in 90% of our parties. He's, uh, <laughs> he's the, the, the laugh that you hear always, even if you're in a different house, you can hear his laugh. <laughs> he's known for his trademark hand-to-face gesture. His smarts, his linguistic skills, and he is the eldest of the 15 Labrador cousins with us is Gobi. Welcome, Gobi. Hey, Steve. Glad to be here. Hey, we're happy you're here. Even the, the clap lag there. That's okay. We're going to power yeah, we're having some technical difficulties, but we're just going to power through because that's our style. You know, it's like we have like, it's like Filipino, you know, you know, technical difficulties. It's okay. So, I mean, there's so many yes, places. Those are different from normal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Basically, what you don't see is there, there, there's a bunch of guys just holding cables in place. Like, 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 you know, it's not really an elaborate thing. We don't have a huge mixing board. But go, I guess the place where I want to start. Let's start with your name. <laughs> yeah. You, do you know what it, uh, what it stands for? Oh, this is a Filipino test already. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, you don't have to answer it, but uh, do you yeah. know? I, is I it believe the, Does I everybody believe, know why? I believe the origin is governor. Governor? That's that, right. Yeah. Okay. So right. Yeah, can, you, can you break it down? How did you, how did we, how did you get from your, your real name of Virgil or Virgilio? Virgilio, yeah. yeah. Well, my full name, you know, is uh, Virgilio Labrador Santa Romana. That's the Spanish way of, uh, mm. you know, the f- father's last name first and then the mother's last name. So my mother's last name is Santa Romana. So uh, Gov is uh, actually short for governor. So I don't exactly know when my dad started, uh, you know, uh, calling me Gov, you know, uh, uh, yeah, so be, because he wanted me to be governor. <laughs> now I, I don't want to sound uh, you know a bit uh, uh, full of myself here, but uh, no, please do. <laughs> this is the place. But <laughs> I think I, I showed very early signs of uh, let's say uh, uh, uncommon intelligence. <laughs> so, but, but my dad set his uh, set his sights so low, though, you know. <laughs> he just wanted me to be governor of, uh, of our province, which is not even one of the biggest or the richest provinces in, in yeah. the Philippines. But I guess, you know, uh, there's a lot of illustrious people from that province, including What's one What's the name of, of the province? Sambales province. Sambales. Yeah, yeah, because it's the land of the Sambals. Sambals are... Uh, but we're not actually... Samb- it's kind of complicated. It, the, it's named after the Sambali people, uh, mm. which is like a tribe in the Philippines, one of the many, about 200 different tribes. But we're not Sambals. We're, uh, the southern part of that province was settled by Ilocanos from the north. The Ilocano tribe. The Ilocano, which is one of the biggest. It's probably like the uh, third largest. And uh, they're very well known for their industriousness and... Uh, and uh well i guess they're also kind of intelligent people you know when you're industrious when you work hard you also become smart you know Absolutely. and uh and marcos is from the locos and uh if you there've only been like maybe 11 uh, presidents of the philippines you know in about 120 year history mm-hmm. and more than half of them are from the locos or or ilocanos or ilocano uh, origin so so I guess, you know, my dad, uh, like I said, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's not a very big province, but, you know, uh, uh, it, it, it's a good uh, wish to start, you know, so that's what, that's what he wanted me to yeah. become. How old were you when he was like, Gobi, I want you to be governor. Right? <laughs> what? And you still can See, I don't even, like I said, I can't really pinpoint the time. Maybe, uh, Steve, your mom would probably know better. You know, your mom lived with us uh, off and on uh, uh, when she was in college in the University of the Philippines. Uh, mm. So she, she probably has a lot more details than that. And, you know, uh, I, I actually been rereading psychology lately. And uh, you really, 
don't start having uh, memories uh, or at least real memories until uh, past the age of four, you know. Anything before that is probably part dream or part, you know, <laughs> part yeah. what you've heard or anecdotes yeah. that you've heard from other people. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but I would assume that that's, that's really wh what it was. And, and uh, you know, we, had a, we have a, we have a, a, a grand uncle, uh, uh, one of Manuel's uh, Labrador's cousins, who was very, very illustrious. Uh, his name's Alejo Labrador. What do you mean by illustrious? Illustrious means he's very accomplished uh, a person. You know, he was one of the first graduates of the University of the Philippines. He topped the bar exams, which is the uh, law exams in the Philippines. And then uh, he became a uh, justice of the Supreme Court. Okay. So he was kind of like, wow. yeah, yeah. For those, of, for those of us who grew up in the Philippines, you know, who know, everybody knows this Labrador, this particular Labrador, Alejo Labrador, because, and then especially, you know, your mom went to the University of the Philippines. My dad went there, Lolo Manuel went mm -hmm. there, and I went there. Uh, and, and if you guys don't know, the University of the Philippines was set up by the Americans in 1908. And it's, it's really like an elite training ground for the future leaders of the Philippines. So in fact, almost all the presidents of the Philippines, uh, since the Spanish, I mean, since after the Spanish times, since American times, graduated from the University of the Philippines. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, like Marcos did, you know, Gloria Macapagal Arroyo. You know, the, uh, the current guy is not uh, from, from the University oh, of the Philippines. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> do 30s not a college no, degree? No, 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 no. Do no, church? But, but he was a lawyer. Yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, before I digress, you know, like I said, Aleo Labrador is very well known because he was Justice of the Supreme Court and, uh, uh -huh. and um, he, he wrote a lot of things, you know, and he, and he, he wrote in a very good uh, actual writing style. So Nice. So speaking, well so speaking of the name Labrador, right. I remember at the at the um, the Reno reunion that you helped put together, the big family reunion of maybe about five, ten years what ago, year whenever, was that? whenever it was. Two thousand seven, actually. I just watched the uh, video again because okay. uh, actually wow. uh, we taped the yeah. uh, the my speech. Mm -hmm. so, so I have a video of it. Uh, yeah, two thousand seven. Is is that something that is that something that you can find like on YouTube? No, no, actually, I, I haven't okay. uploaded it yet. But, private uh, archives. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, private archives. I can share it. Or okay, we can good. Dropbox it and share it. Yeah. Perfect. Well, because it's not, it's not very good quality, actually. You know, okay. this is 2007, so right. before oh, HD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can summarize it. Just, just well, deep. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I just remember um, there's an anecdote about the origin of the name Labrador. Could you expound on that? You know, like how, how it was selected? Yeah. Okay, I'll, very briefly, very briefly. Um, you see, uh, around 1849, the Philippines was a Spanish colony since the uh, 16th century, since 1521. So around 1849, after about 300 years of ruling, the Filipinos have taken Spanish names. Those who were baptized would take Spanish names, uh, the first name and last name. But they always kind of picked the easiest ones, like Juan de la Cruz. So there was too many cruces, you know. Uh, and then the others... I agree. Yeah. <laughs> So the others kept, in fact, Juan de la Cruz is the uh, kind of, even now, that's the kind of like, that, that's like uh, the uh, Tom, Dick, and Harry. That's that's the uh, generic name for yeah. a Filipino. Juan de la Cruz means. Yeah, e even in, in my high school, I, I knew at least two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. But, so anyway, uh, uh, the, Spa the Spaniards, and then some kept their Filipino names, which are very long. You know, they were Batong Malaki, which means big stone or I like that. you know matapang you know which means very very uh, uh, aggressive or uh, <laughs> courageous you know uh, but anyway the Spanish very it's, very, it's very difficult to govern an island uh, or the people in an island when they have uh, very uh, different disparate different names so they said everybody has to take a Spanish name mm -hmm. So, and this was around the time when uh, our ancestors from Ilocos, Pauai, Ilocos Norte, where Marcos is from actually, migrated to the Zambales, the southern part of Zambales. So, I think that's about the time that they had to choose names. And uh, since they were all farmers, Labrador means farmer. The mm. uh, patron saint of farmers is uh, San Isidro Labrador. So, 
Yes, just like, you know, uh, in, in Western uh, uh, countries, you know, you have last names like uh, Carpenter, Taylor, yeah. you know, which are their names. Miller, Miller is the guy who's in charge of the mill. So, mm -hmm. you know, they just took uh, Labrador, you know. They're, 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 so obviously they're proud. How did they choose it? Was there a, a, There's a, a list. bucket full of, of paper you just <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's a, a list. There's a list. Yeah, there's a list of last names you can okay. choose from, you know. And then, mm. yeah. At what point does a name get crossed off saying, oh, you can't take Labrador anymore? <laughs> you got 10 families that just took Labrador. You're, no, I think, uh, I, I, well, this will be all speculative, but. Uh, yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think at some point, like you said, you know, and if, everybody can't just take the same name, right? Because that would defeat the purpose. The whole purpose was to ease the administration of people for taxes and all that and also for registering them in school and all that sure. kind of thing so at some point i guess we got first dibs right. <laughs> tough luck for the other farmers you know <laughs> yeah, it's, well, a also, it's a pretty good name it's a it, i feel like it's a um, name that's very memorable and a lot of like all my friends who know or i've heard hear labrador it sticks with them so it, it was it was a good choice well, you know, growing up, I had to explain myself all the time because everybody, the first thing that comes to mind when you say Labrador is the dog. Mm -hmm. But but actually, the dog, the Labrador uh, retriever is from uh, the Canadian province of uh, Labrador in Newfoundland. So It's Canadian? It's Canadian. Well, the dog is Canadian. Getting we're, interesting. we're not Canadians. <laughs> okay. No, it's named after the Labrador Current, which the Spanish sailors found, in, but it's in Newfoundland. In, mm. in in Canada, so actually, you know, I, it, it's a struggle. You know, even even growing up in the Philippines, I meet a lot of foreigners. When I was a journalist, I meet a lot of important people. You know, in the, the, mm -hmm. the, like, the like the dog. You know? No, it's actually the, I have to always explain that it's the Spanish word. So for let's farmer. say let's say I'm an ignorant Filipino guy that just met you. Yeah, and I want you to explain to me what you said to them back in the day. Labrador, really? <laughs> Explain that. Well, not so much from other Filipinos, actually, because okay, some of them, my... yeah, from mostly from foreigners. You okay, know, I'm right? a foreigner. Yeah. Pretend like you're explaining to me your last name. Yeah. Labrador, what? <laughs> Explain that. Like the dog. <laughs> Is that like the dog? No, no, it's a Spanish word for farmer, and, oh. and that's what I what? say. It's a Spanish word for farmer. <laughs> my ancestors were farmers, so they picked the name. You know. Actually, now I have a lot so of clients. You from... said that. So many times that you got so tired. <laughs> yeah. But now I have a lot of clients from all over the world, and I always talk about their last names. You know, some are like even in Germany, you know, like Schneiderman actually means tailor. You know, Müller is Miller. You know, uh, okay. is Miguel mean anything? Miguel just uh, is uh, is a name. Okay. Some Michael. People, yeah, like uh, yeah, Michael. Yeah, it's it's not really Michael. first name, and every, every time. Someone, yeah, some people, some, 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 some yeah, some, some pick up. Uh, <laughs> I guess they're toying with the uh, you know, the authorities. It's actually a first name, you know, it's right. Michael. that's why they get confused, right? So, uh, but actually, it might have been shortened from San Miguel because there's a lot of last names from San Miguel, you know, and there's towns in uh, San Miguel, but it sounds too saintly, so maybe they drop the sign, you know. Because, uh, I'm so glad they dropped it. <laughs> I don't want to. Then, 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 like and then they'll, they, then, the, then you'll get into trouble with saying, "Oh, that your name after the beer, <laughs> San Miguel." <laughs> yeah, because you know, San, I would hate that. San Miguel so beer uh, started by the Spaniards uh, uh, has about about ninety five percent market share in the Philippines. Everybody knows it. Yeah, amazing. I bought my dad a twenty four pack for Christmas. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. What they, What do you guys think of San Miguel beer? Do you guys like it? I can't remember what it tastes like, Gobi. Yeah, it's been a while since I drank it. it Two weeks. It's well, actually, here. Okay, here's my take on it. Okay, uh, it's 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 not it's not that great. Uh, <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, you see, well, this is what happened when when we broke away from Spain in 1899. The San Miguel uh, Brewery uh, broke in, also broke up into two companies. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the one in Spain, uh, uh, you know, uh, retained itself, and then the the Filipino one, uh, um, uh, you know, became independent. But they catered more to the masses. It's really a mass drink, and it's very cheap. You know, it was like ridiculously yeah. cheap. And even now, you know, uh, 
I think now it's uh, it's maybe 30 cents, you know, 10, mm-hmm. 10, 10 pesos, 10, 15 pesos a bottle. But when I was growing up, it was nothing, you know, like, yeah. you know, like one, two, three cents. Oh, yeah. Because it's really for the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. American dollars. Yeah. Now, now, when I studied, you know, I studied in Spain. I did a summer program at the University of Salamanca. And uh, I know I didn't know that. Actually, I knew it before, but I really didn't have confirmation that San Miguel still exists in Spain. The old, uh, uh, the, the original, the original one, but the same logo, same name, you know, everything's the same. But yeah. the taste is, is really different. Very, very better. Different. It's better, a lot better. You know, uh, it's uh, it's Pilsner, mm-hmm. which is from Pilsen in uh, in Czechoslovakia, and some eat, some say that. some say that uh, that that's the best beer. So the Pilsners in Czechoslovakia yeah, are the best from Pilsen. Right, right. Note that, listeners. Okay. <laughs> right, right. So, so I prefer the the. I hate to say it, you know, but the the Spanish original, San Miguel, is a lot better. Yeah. How is your Spanish? Oh, uh, it's uh, it's 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 uh, almost like a native. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it wasn't always that way, you know, but. Uh, uh, I, it actually all came to me when I when I did that summer program in mm-hmm. Spain. Nothing like spending three months in Spain, living with the family, yeah. you know. And uh, and and then and that, and it's in Salamanca, which is a very small town. Uh, very few people speak English, you know. So uh, you're really forced to speak right. it. And then now I have a lot of clients. You know, I work in the satellite business, so I have uh, Spanish clients. So mm-hmm. and also from South America, and I travel there. So. Uh, yeah. So okay. So let's get into that because you you obviously you travel a lot. Um, how many have you been to all the continents at this point? Well, except Antarctica. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've been come to on. Every continent. Actually, I did a list. I would think that would be the first. They need satellites. <laughs> they need satellites. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, I made a list. I've, I've been to about. It's not that many actually. It's all about uh, forty plus countries? 40 countries and territories. You know. Uh, wow. Yeah, uh, there's 200 countries, so that's only one fourth. What was your least favorite country? You know, uh, it's kind of funny. One where you're just, I don't don't want to go back there. You know, uh, South Africa is a really beautiful country. Uh, In fact, I took a uh, train uh, ride Mm -hmm. from Pretoria, which is the capital in the north of uh, South Africa, 1,500 miles uh, down to Cape Town. And it's just so beautiful, you know, the uh, diversity of the uh, topography, you know. You have deserts, you have bush where, you know, animals roam free. You have wine country. And then, you know, to finish that off, you know, you, Cape Town has a, uh, um, a, a table mountain. Very, very, fan, uh, you know, that's one of the most iconic images you'll ever mm-hmm. see because it's really flat. Totally flat. Yeah. The mountain has nothing around it. Is that known as a, a mesa? Yeah, it's like a mesa. Yeah, but this is huge. This is now bigger than anything here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And then, and then this is the same site that you know most sailors who go through the Cape see. You know, and it's it's still the same. Hasn't changed in many years. But anyway, South Africa. In fact, I have a book here by one of the Nobel Prize winners from South Africa. You know, but your country is so beautiful. It's so beautiful, but the people are the least hospitable. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, not so much, I guess, the uh, the, uh, the native Africans, mm-hmm. but the European Africans, and they're African as well. They were born there. You know, they're they're, uh, they're Dutch, right? Dutch. Uh, they're, they, there's descent. Dutch. Yeah, yeah. Dutch descent, and uh, and there's some of English descent. But I guess you know uh, apartheid is still not that far uh, off. Yeah. It's only been twenty years or twenty five years or so since it yeah. ended. So still kind of fresh in other people's mind. So okay. they're not nice. They're not as hospitable. See, uh, in most places I visit, you know, people kind of like to talk to you. They like they invite me to their homes or you know, mm-hmm. you know. But the South Africans, uh, well, at least the uh, European South Africans. Yeah. Not 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 as not as friendly and not as open. Yeah. What are some of your favorite places to travel? Like 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 when you see a conference is going to be at X. Like what what are like the one or two places where you get really excited? Well, uh, it has to be Spain. I love Spain. You know, uh, you know it, that Spain has everything. You're great people. You know, great uh, food. Food. 
you know, great drink, you know, the, the wine. The original San Miguel. San Miguel. San Miguel. I already said San Miguel. Yeah, yeah. Are they uh, one of our sponsors? Uh-huh. Are they one uh, of our sponsors? Not yet. We're, we're <laughs> okay. working on it. Okay. Yeah. And also the architecture. I love the architecture and uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that sounds great. That sounds great. Yeah. So, yeah. So you work in the satellite industry. Mm-hmm. You are, you, you write articles, you interview everyone, you kind of get the latest and greatest of what's going on and you dispense it to the people. Is that kind of correct? Right, right, right. Business to business too. It's, it's, it's a tool for satellite companies in order mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, get uh, them to know what's going on in the market and where the market's in. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't have a podcast. Like this would be great. Well, I, I do. Uh, I do interviews. You know, have you seen some of my video interviews? I I YouTube. I, yeah. I googled you yeah. today. <laughs> I, up and I typed in Virgil Labrador and I yeah. clicked on the video tab, and it's just all satellite interviews. I'll it's all honest, satellite. I was only it's a little technical. Two. Yeah, it's a little bit technical. Uh, yeah, I have a YouTube channel called SatelliteMarketCast.com. Okay, great. Cool. Yeah. But this is my job, yeah. This is what I was trained uh, mm-hmm. to, to be. You know, uh, I, I studied communications and then communication Spe- technology. Speaking of study, so we first met when you came to America and you came to study. You came to right. study at USC. You were getting your master's, and right. we had a bunk bed. Right. Wow. Do, do you remember this? Yes. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. So, we. Yeah. Elaborate, like, like, what were your memories of coming? How was it at USC coming and work and studying and then living in a house with my family? <laughs> oh no, it was great. Remember, we lived with uh, with Lolo Manuel, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I, I really didn't spend much time with him when he was in the Philippines, you know, because their house was kind of very far, uh, and uh, you know. Uh, I get to spend time with him and uh, talk to him, but you know it's very hard to get information from Lolo Manuel. Though he talks in, uh, he talks in, uh, uh, in uh, incomplete sentences, or, <laughs> or, or he. <laughs> Wait, so he'll he'll stop in the middle. Of the- <laughs> it's very different. You know, the the interesting uh, uh, member of our family, uh, which uh, your mom knows her. You know, this Lolo Manuel's elder sister. Her name's Aurea Labrador. She's a very interesting character, uh-huh. and she loves to tell stories. I mean, she, you know, uh, maybe, maybe that's where I got some of the storytelling uh, yeah. from her because I lived with her for three years. You know, uh, um, with Lola, mm-hmm. she was she's a very very interesting person. She spoke uh-huh. fluent Spanish. In fact, that's how I also got uh, to improve my Spanish a little bit. Oh, nice! And and then she lived in the U.S. actually for over over thirty years. Where? But, yeah, mainly here in Los Angeles. Uh, okay. Yeah, so she was really the first member of our family to come to the U.S. She came here in 1942. She escaped from Corregidor. She was the uh, private nurse of Quezon, President Quezon, the president at that time. But uh, the Philippines was surrounded by the Japanese. They escaped. How did she escape? Do you know? She yeah, by a submarine uh, wow. to, to Mindanao with the president's family, you know, and his wow. uh, other... Yeah, a U.S. submarine called the Swordfish. Right. Yeah, this is in history. And uh, and then they went to Mindanao, which is in the south, and then they flew by B-17 bomber to Australia, wow. and then from Australia sh- by ship and plane wow. to the U.S. Now, President Kazon died here in the U.S., you know, uh, because he was very ill. He, was, he had uh, tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. So he died in 1944, and she stayed behind. And she didn't go back to the Philippines until 1964. So actually, it was 20 years that she lived here. Yeah, wow. 19, she came. Well, actually, she came back in 64 and then came back here, I guess, to finish everything up. And then she, 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 she retired in the Philippines in this in around the 69, 70 around that. Okay. Yeah, she, so she was here about 25 years. Oh wow! So. And so, so when she left the Philippines, obviously. Uh, Lola Manuel stayed. You know, I, he already had a family at the time. And yeah, he, yeah. He was working yeah. as a, as an engineer um, in the in Alangapo, correct? Yeah, yeah. Well, he he was the uh, sur- he was a surveyor for the Bureau of Lands, mm. uh, and then uh, when the when uh, when the Alangapo Naval Base was expanded, he worked there. He was um, he was uh, actually administration like a clerk, but he was mm. one of the highest ranking Filipinos. Yeah. In in in, uh, in Subic, like That's he was like. 
chief clerk for one of the more senior Americans uh, in the uh, Subic base. That's amazing. Yeah. So- Actually, it's a great story, uh, Steve, because, uh, you know, what I learned from Lolo Manuel, he's a very honest man, extremely honest man. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he, he wouldn't uh, lie or cheat, you know. Uh, and first of all, when he, when he was uh, in the Bureau of Lands, uh, he was a surveyor and he was uh, assigned to survey the whole city of Ulongapo before the U.S. base was being expanded. Mm-hmm. So if he had a little foresight, he would have known that, you know, oh, this is going to be a big city. You know, he could have, uh, you know, uh, he could have uh, uh, prospected and, uh, and maybe bought some of the land, you know, the choice lands. But he bought one little small plot of land. <laughs> do, do we still own that land? Yes, actually, actually we don't, but uh, our relatives still do. Uh, uh, they're under the Marshall's uh, uh, sister's family owns mm. it. Yeah. They bought it from Lolo Manuel, you know. He sold it, but it kept in the family, so it's still in the family. Still within the family. We're still within the family. Yeah, yeah. Just and, the land. very small plot of land. Is this is this the home that's in Alangapo? Like, yeah, on, yeah. You you on... probably seen the pictures. You know, it's a wooden house, and uh, mm-hmm. so your mom and Lolo, Uncle Sir, Auntie Gloria, they grew up there. You know, my dad. You yeah. know, uh, uh, and uh, so yeah, he had a very simple house. The other thing is, you know, since he was very senior member of uh, the. Uh, administration in Subic, you know, a lot of relatives, and this is very common in the Philippines, when there are a lot, uh, you know, even your, you know, very several degrees uh, removed relatives would ask Lolo Manuel for a job. Mm-hmm. And he would always have the same answer, you know, uh, well, you'll have to apply, you know, you, you have to get in in your own merit. He never, mm. he never, you know, that's very common in the Philippines. It's called Padrino system. That's, that's like sponsoring somebody. If you're their relatives, you know, you give them jobs or you help them get jobs. But he never did that sort of thing. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. I, I think you can actually, or I think you can actually see the house on Google Street View now, you know, through Google Maps. I think my yeah, mom and I, yeah, my yeah. mom and I were looking at it. It's like, yeah. I think it's on 8th Street. I forget exactly what, no, the, that, what the uh, intersection is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know the district is called West Tapina. Yeah. West Tapina. Is anyone living in it right now? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, well, see, uh, 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 one of uh, uh, your mom's cousins, so my aunt, Auntie Panchin. Uh, the name's familiar. Yeah, Auntie Panchin. They, they bought that house. And I think one of her sons uh, stayed there now. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And so, which is, and then which is our cousin, his name. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it seems like it's a really beautiful area. You know, it's obviously you're right on Subic. You're right on, you know, on the bay. Yeah. Uh, so what what year was it that you came over? Nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. Okay. So yeah. so you so, so you were at yeah. at USC in nineteen ninety, and you were right. getting a, your master's. Was it um, in what? Communications management. So it's like an MBA for uh, communications. And so at that point, yeah. did you already know that you kind of had an interest in satellites and getting into that's no, I was model. looking, uh, see, uh, at that time, you know, uh, the, uh, in my program, they, they're, they're, they come from various parts of uh, the communication industry. And this being L.A., some are mostly are in broadcasting, uh, public relations, advertising. And, you know, it seems like it's, it's very competitive uh, if, I, if I get into that. And, and uh, uh, I was looking for uh, a niche, you know, a new, uh, a new uh, industry to get into. And I found it. it say I was, sent to, uh, I was sent by USC to uh, Washington, D.C. for an internship uh, at the Department of Commerce. And, and that's where I found the satellite industry. It was still a very small industry at that time, you know, and... Uh, and then, and then, and I guess you know the rest is history. You know, so I, I stuck to that, and I've I've worked in the satellite ever mm. uh, industry ever since. So almost uh, twenty six years now. And yeah. did you immerse yourself in the kind of the Hollywood scene? Were you going out late at night and hanging out with JP and going to clubs and stuff? <laughs> no, not really. Not not really. Yeah, but because you know the 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 school I went to, the Annenberg School. Uh, Pretty serious people, you know. They either they have uh, they they have full time jobs, and some were pretty senior already, managers, etc. Uh, and we had parties, you know, but not not that those. Yeah. Times, <laughs> no, no. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. 
No, no. I, well, USC was a party school at that time. In fact, oh, uh, one interesting point is uh, when I was at USC, Monique was there too. Now, oh, wow. Yeah, the same exact time, you know. Uh, and uh, it's, it's kind of funny because uh, uh, I had a, a, a really old beat up uh, bike, you know. And, and I stayed in, I lived in a very old apartment, which is still there. It's, it's you know, they have a bicycle it has, or motorcycle? Bicycle, bicycle. Because you go around by bicycle around USC. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and, and Monique also had a bicycle. That's, because that's the best way to yeah. get around. But hers keeps getting stolen. You know, mine, mine was never stolen. <laughs> was hers real fancy and dirty? Not a little better than mine, but. Yeah. <laughs> M must have been. Maybe thieves were just honestly trying to get her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, the two years I was uh, doing my grad school, uh, Monique uh, was there too. Um, you was know, she Monique grad took, uh, school took or a, was she an undergrad? No, she was an undergrad. She took okay. a little longer, you know. I think she, I, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to say, uh, you know, in, in memory of her, but uh, she took longer than four years to finish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's called Filipino time. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she was. Yeah. Well, She's she was really enjoying herself. Yeah, since you mentioned partying, she really, yeah. and, and she had all the, these beautiful girls, you know, uh, her friend. Well, she's from Palos Verdes, you know. She's mm. Palos Verdes well, High School. So she had a lot. So she was surrounded because if for our listeners, Monique's our cousin, and uh, she she was beautiful. Like yeah. even if you're a relative, you recognize that she, she came to a party. Beautiful. and She's just so pretty. Right. Um. So, but she, she was surrounded by women just as pretty as. Oh me. yeah, I think she was in the sorority, wasn't she? Because she really? she sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, so all her friends were really, really, you know, uh, very. Right. <laughs> right. Was JP always trying to be like, hey, go Oh, you know, actually, uh, one interesting uh, uh, point. JP and I actually shared the studio apartment for uh, for one semester. Uh, yeah, hmm. just because just to save on rent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he lived in SC. But you know, I was very busy. I I had two, three jobs. You know, uh, was was uh, JP a slob? Be honest. <laughs> well, we had a studio. We didn't have very much. You know. Uh, uh. So even if it was organized, it was still. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll take that as a yes. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to talk more about your relationship with JP, mm -hmm. uh, and your brotherhood with him, because mm -hmm. I, I mean. He's, I think he's safe to say the tallest cousin, and Steve claims to be the second tallest cousin. <laughs> I'm claiming two. Ralph, I'm claiming two. I believe it. I believe it. I, I want to know have you and JP ever been in a physical fight? No, no, no. Uh, no, no. But he's too big. <laughs> but you would say, well, well, actually, see, see uh, I didn't see JP for five years. You know, uh, uh, when. When he left the Philippines, he was 13, so he was a lot smaller, mm -hmm. and I was I was already I'm 10 years older than him, so mm -hmm. so I was a lot, I'm already big and mature. I'm about my yeah. size now already, you know, uh, mm -hmm. five feet eight, and he's still like you know in his he's 13 year old kid when he left. And that's when the five year span. Yeah, and in that five year span, I never saw him, and and then when I saw him, you know, my God, he grew, you know, he, he six feet two. Yeah. So I got I'm stuck at five feet nine, you know. So, yeah. uh, so the answer to your question is uh, when when we were in the Philippines, I was too big for him. Uh, yeah. And so, the age gap is pretty big too. Yeah, the age gap is pretty big. Usually, so, you know, five years or younger, you're picking on each other, punching. Yeah, people. yeah. So and also they since I'm the oldest, and then and also I I you know I I I they respect me a little bit, you know. So yeah. he he might talk back a little bit, but nothing like that. And then when we were here, when we came here, so he's a lot bigger. So I can't obviously pick a fight with him. So it's all, and then, but it's very different in the U.S. Uh, there's no older brother or anything like that, you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, so we're, we're kind of like equals uh, and you have, you have equal respect. But no, I wouldn't pick a fight with him. <laughs> and now he was at his prime as an athlete at that time, oh you know. <laughs> right. Did yeah. your dad have the same governor expectations for JP? You know, like I said, I did see them. Uh, uh, you see, when JP was, uh, when he left the Philippines, you, you you can see he had the moves, you know. Uh, he, and he could oh, beat the... Uh, he, still, he still got it. He, he, can beat, he can beat the the slightly older guys in basketball. But I would never have thought that he, could, he would uh, be as good as he was. You know, mm -hmm. like, 
almost like college level. Maybe yeah. not not Division One, but uh, you know, he played in Glendale a little bit, and then he played in the Filipino leagues. Mm -hmm. uh, there were Filipino leagues here in the in the in in, in Los Angeles. So he played wow. that until he. That's all. I did not. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, he could have actually played professionally. He he was that level where he could have played professionally in the Philippines, but uh, you know he has one reason or another. He didn't yeah. want to go back. You know, uh, uh, he's never been back by the way since he was thirteen. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so he he he's not familiar with the setup and the you know uh, mm. even even the lingo. So. Uh, he never went back. It's short, but he would have. Uh, he would have been. Uh, you know, we, in the Philippines they call it the PBA, the Philippine Basketball Association. Mm -hmm. He would have been good enough for that. Oh wow! We'll have yeah. to. Yeah. Take well, note of that. You know, you know, my JP, dad. What, JP, when you're on, we're going to ask you a lot of questions about why you know, you're in the Filipino Basketball Association. <laughs> so when you know, you know, my dad passed away. Remember uh, that that when I came over. And so I was 10 years older than JP, and he was still in high school. So there was one more year of high school that he has to finish. Mm -hmm. So I was the one driving him to all the games, and I watch him, you know. It was really sight to see, you know. I see him, yeah. uh, you know, uh, like, you know, the, the pressure in the, with a yeah. few seconds left in the game, and then, you know, making the winning basket. So he was know. clutch. He was clutch. I, I, I drove to Hollywood, and, uh, you know, he played with Hollywood High. And mm -hmm. then, yeah. Did he go to Chatsworth High? He went to well. He was in Torrance, uh, uh, and then we had to move to uh, to. Uh, well, I moved in with you guys, and mm -hmm. then my mom lived with uh, your father's mother. Remember the Browning? Uh, yeah, yeah, in, 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 and that's in Chatsworth. Yeah, so he went to Chatsworth High. He graduated from Chatsworth High. That's right. That's what. See, yeah. that's what I remember. I remember him being a big baller at Chatsworth High. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I definitely remember going to at least one game. But again, so when you came. And we and we shared a bunk bed. Mm -hmm. God, I must have been like nine or ten years old, like like a real young guy. Was I super annoying at that age? Or, or no, no, no. Actually, was yeah. I annoying later? You don't have to lie. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I know. No, no. no you, you were uh, you were fun to fun to be with. You, you we had Behaved, the, huh? yeah, we had about the same interests. <laughs> Remember, we watched the same shows in Living Color. Was mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Uh, yeah, he was top bunk. He wanted the top mm -hmm. bunk. But you know, I I went to night school and I had some jobs, so I, I really didn't spend much time there. Yeah. But we would go out together and mm -hmm. uh, we watch movies. And, yeah, yeah. And I even what I remember, uh, Steve. You know, I don't know if you remember, but uh, and this really was really, you know, your your mom. As, as I told you, by the way, and I think this is also important to know. Uh, uh, and I. Uh, your mom, uh, uh, you know, uh, lived with us when she was studying for her nursing exams. Mm. Yeah, okay, so, 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 so in Alangapo. No, no, in Manila. This is in Manila. Oh, okay. Because, so, because so, our house was near the University of the Philippines uh, General Hospital. Okay. So, so she lived with us for, for a year, you know. And she was like 19 years right. old or 20 years old at that time, you know. In fact, uh, even you, you, JR, your mom and dad and uh, Judge and uh, Jennifer also lived with us. See, in, in Manila. House, in Manila, yeah. Because my dad had a big house and, and, and uh, it's about maybe five or six rooms. Mm -hmm. so, so all the, anybody who needs a place to stay, you know, would go there. So Auntie Edna did the same thing. She, uh, you know, it, it's a Philippine tradition. It's called uh, uh, Bayanihan. You know, Bayanihan means like sense of community, helping each other out. So th this is great of your mom, you know, that, and in fact, as you probably know, you know, Auntie Glor lived there for a while too, and she needed a place to stay. Even my mom stayed there for yeah. some time. Even my son, actually, Carlos stayed there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. He paid rent though, <laughs> yeah. I, but I didn't pay rent, you know, uh, because you know I, I was uh, new and uh, struggling. But here's the thing: your mom took uh, took me on one of your vacations. Remember, we went to uh, to Carmel. Uh, yes, and, I do and, Yeah, we went to Carmel, Hearst Castle, and the great part of that was they gave me a room to myself you know i had my own room you know so you had your your room yeah. your mom in there and i yeah. had my own room i could have shared the room with you yeah but but uh you know so so she really uh mm -hmm. she really you know uh uh helped me a lot yeah know? and not just me she did that i think and, and i think that's the, the uh she she got that uh from the filipino yeah. kind of uh 
uh, tradition, you know. What was that? What was the word? Bayanihan. Bayanihan. Bayan means town. So it's like and the sense of community. If you watch all these old videos, you know, the Bayanihan is uh, when. Have you seen them, uh, people carrying a house when they move it? Because they're this old. I think so. Like really deep, old photos. Of, yeah, yeah, deep houses, you know. They're made of, uh, they're made of bamboo and, uh, and, uh, and palm. So they're not that heavy. But the whole community would help them if they have to move. They literally move house. <laughs> I mean, a real, you can Google it, look at the pictures. You know, they actually move the house. <laughs> so it's like, eh, I'm out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So Where's here in America, Let's go. okay, I'm moving. Okay, we'll help you move. You we'll get the U-Haul. You know, we'll but but when you, back in the day, you yeah. didn't have to pack your stuff. You would just literally lift the house. You would literally lift the house <laughs> and go. <laughs> That's so convenient, yeah. But But Bayanian also means helping each other out. You know, uh, so and it 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 Bayan means Bayan Bayan means uh, town or or community, okay. But you know, a community starts with a family. So if you can't help your family, you know, I think mm -hmm. uh, who else would you, you can't know? help yourself? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's a good quote somewhere. Yeah, you know, when Beth and I first came, every every member of the family. Uh, uh, took turns taking us all over, you know, mm -hmm. we, you know, Disneyland, somebody's in charge of Disneyland, somebody's in charge of taking us to Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, and then we visit That's every great. city, you know, Reno, Antiabin, you know, mm -hmm. Capito in San Francisco, you know. Uh, so we got to see in a very short time, you know, uh, and got to learn about American culture and American you know, stuff uh, very quickly because of this, because we're all spread out and, and everybody yeah. checked in basically. So every time we would go to these places, you know, you don't have to spend any, you know, even the entrance fees. Right. And so was it fairly easy to kind of, you know, acclimate to American culture or was it, was there sort of a transition period? Well, there was a transition, but, you know, we have an advantage in the Philippines, especially us from Olongapo, which was mm -hmm. next to the U.S. naval base. If you... If you grew up in that area, you know, you're pretty much familiar with the American culture, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there, there was a, there's a TV channel, Far East Network, uh, broadcasted from the U.S. Naval Base. It can only go like 100 miles around. So only the people in Longapo. And they're all the latest American uh, TV shows, you know, even more than in, in Manila. So <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty easy then. Well, let's go. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, we, we, should we take a break for sponsors, Steve? I think let's let's mix in a sponsor. Do you want to go first? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, the Filipino Time podcast today is sponsored by Satellite Communications Technology Guide for the 21st Century, written by our very own guest Virgil S. Labrador. <laughs> Are you one of the millions of people that want to get into satellite communications? But they're like, wow, this industry is so gosh darn complicated. How do I do it? I don't know how to do it. What do I do? Uh, yeah, and they're also like, I wish there was a comprehensive beginner's guide that taught me the basics without using all those fancy schmancy technical satellite communications terms. Hey, I kind of wish this guy kind of had some graphs and tables as well. Well, let me tell you something, Steve. What's that? This guy is for you. The satellite communication. Oh, the satellite communications technology guide for the 21st century by Virgil S. Labrador explains everything you need to know in a way that is easily understandable for all of us idiots out there. <laughs> That's everybody but Kobe. But now's your chance to get your feet wet in this hundred billion dollar industry. Available now on Amazon Prime today for just twenty dollars. Use code Filipino Time to get zero percent off your purchase. <laughs> Now, Gobi, uh, I, I wanted to I wanted to kind of segue into that. Can you describe your book in three words? <laughs> However, those three words need to be one emotion, one noise or sound effect, <laughs> and one Filipino dish. <laughs> That's tough. Uh, oh wow! One emotion. One emotion. One emotion. One noise or sound. Noise or sound. And one Filipino dish. Please describe the Satellite Communications Technology Guide for the 21st century. 
uh, <laughs> then it's not easy. <laughs> here, you know what? Here, I'll give you some thinking, some some music to help you think a little bit. Okay. Uh, so, like when like when you think of this book, like what emotion does it elicit? Okay, what emotion? Uh, it'll be uh, entertaining. Entertaining. This book is entertaining. Yeah. Okay. So now, when you think of like, what noise? When you think of when you think of these satellites. Right. What? What? Let's pause the music once he's ready for the noise. Okay. It'd be. Uh, oh, here we go. It'd be like thunder. Thunder, you know, because it could hit you. Oh. Uh, boom. Yeah, boom. Like, like a boom. A boom. Aha. Yeah. Entertaining. Boom. Yeah. Boom. And describe your book. In one Filipino dish. Or, or... Uh, balut. Uh, <laughs> do you know what balut is? Yeah, why balut? Why is there balut? <laughs> well, for those who don't know, you want to explain uh, what balut is? Okay, uh, balut, balut is a, a duck egg that ha that has the duck embryo uh -huh. in it, and the the embryo is is actually in whatever stage past fertilization, where you can when you crack it open, you can see the beak. It has feathers. It has eyes, <laughs> and the re and it has, there's actually a delicious soup inside. Once you crack it open, you put some salt right. in it and drink it. But for a, for ninety five percent of the world, they're disgusted by this. <laughs> yeah, dish. exactly. But why why is your book well? Why is your book below? Because there are many layers to it, like you said. You know, wow. there's so much. Uh, this you, is good. This is it, good. You know, uh, the satellite industry encompasses uh, almost everything we do. Like this uh, podcast. At one point, it's probably going through a satellite. It goes out through the Wi-Fi and it goes through fiber, etc. But at yeah. some point, all the TV that you watch uh, uh, comes from a satellite. Data transfers, etc. So it it's not obvious, you know. If you look at the balut, it's just plain egg. But you know, like Jr. eloquently explained, you know, there are many layers and levels to it. You know, it but but. The re people are revolted by it because of the, the the feathers in the chick. I've never eaten that actually, that part. Get know? out of here. No, never. It's pretty good. Yeah, no, I've never I don't know what that tastes like. I love the soup, I love the egg, the Let's red make part. that a, a point the next time we gather. <laughs> but there's something in it for everybody. Okay. So I'm not into the uh, feathery uh, uh, embryo, but uh, I'm all for the uh, soup. The soup is really good. <laughs> yeah, then I'll pass it to my dad. Pass it to my dad once I'm done. Yeah, and, and you know what's funny? I think I think Gobi was is you know obviously he's our he's our first guest, but he just gave you a Filipino test and you passed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. passed the flying colors. Well, you explained it very well. I'm glad you gave me one because I've got a test for you. For Should we get into it? Let's get into for it. me. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Here's the intro. <laughs> Filipino okay, Jared, take it away with the Filipino test. This one, I'll start easy for you, Gobi. Okay. Because you you, you kind of touched up on this <laughs> probably a lot more than I thought you would, so this should be very easy. <laughs> so, the Filipino test, Gobi. Question one. Who is considered to be the second president of the Philippines? <laughs> uh... That would be President Manuel El Quezon, who is the first president of the Commonwealth of the Philippines uh, with 1935. And our grand aunt, Manuel's uh, older sister, uh, Aurea Labrador, was, her, was his private nurse. Our grand aunt was Manuel El Quezon's private, private nurse. nurse. She served him right after graduation from uh, the University of the Philippines. She's also a University of the Philippines graduate. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the first, actually, in nursing. And uh, so she was hired almost immediately after graduation and, uh, and stayed with him until he died in 1944. And as was I told he also story, Ilocano? No, he's uh, Tagalog. Uh, he's from, okay. Yeah, he's from... Uh, he's, uh, I, I, but he's actually... Uh, his father was pure Spanish. So he was, he was this, he's Hispanic. very handsome. I, I, yeah, I saw he, a he's a white guy, today. you know, he's a white guy. His mother's Filipina, but, uh, he's yeah. a, he was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's like Steve, half, 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 half,
Okay. Kobe, question number two mm -hmm. of the Filipino test. Mm -hmm. What are the top three exports from the Philippines? <laughs> that that's uh, you know that's actually uh, controversial because uh, well let's just go based off what I googled. Uh, but based on the actual revenues, their number one exports are our people. There's uh, about 10 million Filipinos working abroad, and they send about more than half of their money, some even more. So in terms of revenues, our actual our, our number one export is actually labor. Let's take people aside and talk about <laughs> and talk about things. Okay, things. Then I would imagine it'll be uh, uh, it'll be. Oh my goodness. Uh, fish, fisheries. No, Gobi, that is incorrect. So I combined one and two together because they're pretty much the same thing. Uh huh. Uh, Electrical machinery and computer parts. Oh, really? Oh, that's it makes a... up about $37.8 billion. Really? Of oh, I didn't know that. That's, that's actually surprising. Uh, and number two well, is actually op optical and medical apparatuses. Really? $2.6 billion. You hmm. want to take a shot at number three? Uh... Is it that is it that a product a tangible I'll give, product? I'll give you a clue. It's uh, it's not a raw material. It's not a natural resource. It is. It is. It's not. It's not San Miguel, is it? Timber. Think coins. Think coins. Coin. Uh, gold, silver. Keep going. Keep going with that. Uh, bronze. Maybe I'm mistaken on what coins are made of, but think. Uh, Iron. Start with I see. Copper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cop is oh. number three. Oh, wow. $2.1 billion. Oh, really? Well, you know, Sambales province has a big uh, copper mine. It's probably one of the biggest uh, producers of copper. Uh, see, all those... Uh, well, you know, I left the Philippines so almost 28 years ago now. You know, so... Mm. And uh, at that time, the industries were not as developed as... And it's... You know, that, that, this was before IT all took off, so... Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm surprised when I read... Actually, I'm very surprised about it. Yeah, computer. What? Yeah, I do. Oh, I have one last Filipino test question. Okay. And I thought, um, Stevie's still there? You're frozen on our screen. Um, yes, I'm this here. Is, I, I, decided to pick, I decided to pick something more in your industry. Mm -hmm. What is the name of the first Filipino-made satellite to go into space? <laughs> Yeah, it's called Aguila. What's that? Aguila. Aguila. Yeah. Agu now I did I did read that, but uh, that was actually privately owned and made. Right. What was the first one built? Oh. <laughs> Aguila. Aguila one and two is. Yeah, right. Aguila one and two. But Aguila was actually which Aguila manufactured in the Philippines and. Then, yeah, Aguila means uh, uh, eagle. You know, it's it's actually a Spanish word. Uh, yeah, um, but I'm looking for a different answer. So Aguila one and two were. Well, you got me there. You know the reason is because I, if if it, is, if it was made in the Philippines, it's obviously uh, a smaller type of satellite, and there's so many of those, you know. And and in fact, in my industry, I we we, we kind of deal more of the big picture, the the bigger companies as opposed to the smaller ones. Sure. So. Well, the answer to that, uh, Gobi is. The Philippine Scientific Earth Observation Micro Satellite. So yes, yeah, it's smaller. a small satellite. Yeah. The <laughs> Phil Microsat One, uh -huh. and it was nicknamed Diwata One. Uh -huh. Follow-up Filipino test question: mm. uh -huh. What is a Diwata? <laughs> D-I-W-A-T-A. Yeah, Diwata is a. Uh, it's like a fairy. It's a. It's a mythical creature, beautiful That's woman. That's correct. Baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Divine spirit in Philippine mythology. Right. All right, and that wraps up the, the Philippine. <laughs> Excellent. Very, very, very Good nice. Job, <laughs> All right. So to end, to end, you know, our our little segments here, I'm gonna give you a choice, kind of dealer's choice. You, you get to mm -hmm. choose. Do you want to go? rapid fire round where we me and jr we asked some of our cousins to submit some questions that they uh -huh. that uh 
that they'd like you to answer. So, so we can either do rapid fire, we can uh -huh. play a game called Just Try to Remember, or uh -huh. and then maybe we'll end with staggered stories. JR, what um, do you think we, we, we should try to do all of them or, or just do a couple of them? I think we should just do a, a couple. Okay. All right, go. A couple will be good. Yeah. Let's try, uh, to, uh, try to remember. Okay, excellent. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. So, Gob, I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to have to scour the bowels of your mind to try to remember the answer. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. What's what is the dumbest argument that's ever happened around the family poker table, Gobi? <laughs> Just try to remember. <laughs> you know, those are the things that I'd like to forget, you know? <laughs> so, 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 if, well, I, I wouldn't name names. I wouldn't name names, but okay. uh, certain players uh, insisting that the card is better. You know, when, uh, when we, the, way, the way we play uh, poker, we try, my, my dad used to say, and he was the master poker player. Everybody acknowledges that, that he's really the best. He said, confuse the enemy. That means put as many wild cards in there and, you know, different arrangements and all that. And that can be very confusing. Yeah. So <laughs> now, the, the thing is. That was from your dad? If, if, you, if, you, if you, yeah. Well, that's his principle. But everybody has a way. Uncle Peter is also very good at the. Uh, confusing the enemy, you know, making up games that are, and he even has neat names for it. You know, yeah, but, but anyway, uh, when somebody maybe has drank a little bit and then insists that his card is still better than the other one, but when all the evidence is right there in front of you. <laughs> I don't understand. How could you argue that a card is better than another card? I guess, I mean, I guess. Well, it's, because there's it's, so many wild cards. There's so many wild cards, you know, yeah. that. You know, it's a matter of interpretation. Ah, I see. You know? wow. and, and, and also they go like this, diagonal or whatever, you know. It's really, <laughs> you the guys, way we play yeah. poker is you very... You played a former poker that most people would not even know. No, no, it's yeah. very convoluted, really. I mean, that, these they are have, a, you know, they have one that goes... Mm -hmm. Two, three, four, five. Yeah, that means the second card, third card, fourth, and fifth mm -hmm. card. <laughs> so, yeah. so there could be arguments. Style poker, like there could be arguments. Or who yeah. made up these rules? Where did these rules come from? Are they just no, no, no. Well, it's it, it's actually basic. Uh, a poker actually there uh, can be. You can make up your own game. Mm -hmm. We just did it in a way that you know we really, you know, uh, what way way high <laughs> as yeah. far as you know you the have complexity to, the complexity you have to be, level is really you have high to be paying attention and what i've learned is that you have to have at least a straight flush it's like it's 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 you know generally if you, <laughs> any other kind of poker, so easy straight flush is very difficult to get if you have a straight flush you're gonna win but in these filipino labrador style poker oh games, no 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 minimum yeah. <laughs> yeah, because of all the wild cards, you know. Yeah. Five of a kind. You can get five of a kind. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, did you guys play this one crazy form of, of poker every time we had a, a poker? No, no. Some want the plain vanilla, you know, mm -hmm. uh, games. But, uh... Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it's so confusing. I love so, it, though. Yeah, so, so, yeah. so some family members that will remain unnamed would insist that their card was still better yeah all yeah oh, yeah or there's other ways of reading it in there <laughs> yeah okay wait okay so i do have one more question that from the rapid fire round that i do want to get get in because it's 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 burning a hole in my head uh -huh. so, we, so our family we legendarily have a very loud family very loud and arguably you are the loudest member in the family <laughs> Like, is that like, how does one, how does it feel? And then, and then two, is it like, is it something that you were aware of young that, Hey, we have a really rambunctious family. And when people come over they're they're, uh, they, they notice it or is it kind of, is it just sort of that way? I think, uh, uh, I think, uh, you know, when, when you gather as a family, 
you know, most most speak loudly. You know, your mom talks loud. Even mm-hmm. my dad, actually, maybe not so much when he was here, but in the Philippines. So I, I take a lot of, uh, after him. Mm-hmm. So so it kind of comes naturally that you would also talk louder and yeah. uh, and also to be heard, right? You know. Mm-hmm. So it's just so, also, so it's just yeah. in our genes. Yeah, and the other thing is, I think uh, when you're happy, you kind of you know kind of speak louder. Yeah, you know because you you want to express that happiness. Yeah? There is an inner yeah. happiness to yeah. to the family. Yeah, that's a good so, point. So it's not like others, you know. Uh, if, <laughs> if you've been to other countries, you know, like in China, you know, people are shouting, or in in Italy, they're fighting, <laughs> but that's not in our family. <laughs> Yeah, they're actually arguing. <laughs> yeah, we're like we're like shout cursing and shout yeah. yelling. But, but sometimes yeah, it's, it's, it's very hard, you know. If you if you if your mom, mom your mom doesn't stop, you know. So you in order to get your word in, you always have to you know talk louder than her. <laughs> oh, so that was the yeah. only. Uh, Mia came with this. I keep yeah talking louder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Escalate. I, See, that's how I to escalate. Burning question, Steve. Uh, hmm. that I asked too. So. Uh, if you look at Gobi, he's doing it right now. Uh, the the Gobi uh, face dance, whatever you want to call it. If for our listeners, yeah, you, you take your thumb yeah. and your index finger and you make an L. You make Steve, an L. Uh, yeah. Thumb and index finger. You yeah. take the intersection of those two lines and you put it kind of at the base of your jaw. Yeah. yeah. So the thumb is pointing towards your back, and uh, it's kind of a cool. <laughs> it actually helps me think better or even listen better. If you if you try yourself, you're listening right now, just try to do it yourself. Shape the L, where it connected goes to kind of the base of your chin, to the side of your face. It doesn't matter left or right. Now, Gobi, this is something you are signature for doing. <laughs> I have not seen you once and you did not do that. Is this something that you had done? You know what? You, uh, you know, your, uh, your, there was a picture of your mom carrying me as a, maybe a one-year-old. And uh, I was doing this already at that age. <laughs> unfortunately, that, yeah, unfortunately, that picture was lost because I asked your mom for that picture. Oh, yeah, unfortunately, but yeah. yeah, one year old. Now, physically, the explanation I'll give you is, for some reason, this eye, my left eye, uh, I, I, I have to touch it. I don't know. Uh, the just like the over the eye. I mean, I touch th- your eye. I think it's more like a habit, you know. Okay. That, so it, it 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 needs that type of pressure. Yeah. But. To me, it's just like, uh, you know, thinking or, you know, or, or just, uh, you know, just so some people have, you know, some, some have that poses, you know, that uh, mm-hmm. actually later on in life, you know, they thought that it, I'm doing the Labrador thing, you know, oh, <laughs> L, you know, it's an L. Like an L. Yeah, it's an L, you know, uh, uh, but, but that's not what it is, you know, I, I, as far as I can remember, I said that picture of one year old, you know, uh, unfortunately that picture is totally lost. I've asked your mom for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she, can, she couldn't find it. Yeah. Well, I mean, as, as, as far as just any sort of hand tick or gesture goes, it's pretty great. You know, there's a lot worse. Like, <laughs> it's like very sophisticated. Yeah. Like you can pick your hair or be biting your fingernails. Biting your like nails. And, yeah. yeah. You know, I have uh, another, I have a cousin from uh, my mom's side and he talked, he looks like you like this, you know, like he's looking over there, but he's actually looking at you, you right. know, and he's not cross-eyed. So, so we all have different mannerisms. These are mannerisms. That's really interesting. So he kind of, when he's talking to you, you talking to you, he looks like he's looking there, but his head is kind of, is yeah. kind of at like a 45 or like a 40 degree angle away, yeah. but his because eyes might still be looking at you. Right, right. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then there was another guy I used to work with, and every sentence he would do this, you know, he would move his head. You know, that's, that's like, yeah, that's like his way of, you know, ending right. sentences. Like he had to crack his neck, like just kind yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. Like a bob, like, was, was he the yeah. first bobblehead? Yeah, yeah. Probably, Steve. Yeah. But, you know, you, you, you do see a lot of uh, authors, you know, in poses, you know, like, like thinking, the thinking pose. So. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, we do have one more sponsor before, before we wrap up with the uh, staggered stories. Hey, have you married into an extremely loud Filipino family? Are you often annoyed by exuberant laughing, shout cursing, and just all around yelling? Are you a white guy? Well, hey, look, 
If any of these symptoms apply to you, the solution is simple. You need noise-canceling headphones, baby, from Bose. Oh! Yeah, Jared, Uh-oh. come on. I, would, just, I didn't even think about that. I didn't know those existed. You just throw on some noise. You just throw on some noise canceling headphones. What do you mean you, throw on? Like on my head or just what throw them you on your shoulder, on your head, but if on your ears, preferably. That's how they work the oh, best. Oh my ears. Okay, so put them on my ears and yeah. then okay. And then you won't need to you won't need to avoid your in-laws ever again. You know, pretend you're listening to Tina Kling music. You could pretend you're listening to Gabby Concepcion jams. Uh, my pretend, favorite. Pretend you're on hold, you know, or ordering Jollibee. Yeah. Or, hey, pretend that you're listening to Filipino time. But either way, with the headphones on, you can easily ignore your loud family in style with Bose noise-canceling headphones. Before your annoyance turns to blows, just toss on some headphones from Bose. Yeah, <laughs> I got through it. So go. This has been awesome. Thank you for for coming on. Oh, it's been great. Thanks. Thanks. Out with us. Yeah. And uh, um, thank you, Gobi. No, thank you. Thank you all. Yeah. And uh, just uh, s- some last minute business. Thank you to Kayan. Kayan finished the artwork for Filipino Time. It's up on the podcast. You can download it on iTunes. Thank you so much. It's beautiful. It's really funny. She brought it all together. You can see the artwork. It's also on our Instagram at Filipino Time Pod. Um, we also have a Twitter at Filipino Time Pod. So, with that, uh, we'll sign off. All right. Thank you, guys. All right, thanks, Steve. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Thanks. Bye. 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 <laughs>